You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome in to the Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Our Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. There's also a chat box on the app. If you want to send us a message through that, you're more than welcome. No, will help us or we'll get the email once the chat goes in. It's, it's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up with the holiday season uh, gets kicking next week. It's my favorite time of the year. Uh, the time is right to build that new fence deck pergola you've been dreaming about and there's no product better to build than with Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot. Fungal decay and termite attack, so it's no longer, no wonder it will last for years. So head on down to that local dealer and always remember if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Today's show will, uh, take your phone calls here the first 30 minutes. So jump on in 205-342-9904. I think we determined yesterday no and dad did not rake your leaves. Uh, wait till December the 15th, but somebody wants to talk about Raking of leaves, they can do that. Uh, but Philip Pearson, uh, Papa UAB will talk college basketball with Philip. He did coach for Mercer, uh, a few years ago. Mercer will be in tonight to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. They hit the century mark three straight games. So uh, we'll talk a little college basketball with Philip and then Sonny Smith will join us at 8.15. But we'll love to talk football. We'll get some saving stuff from last night. He was out at, uh, dad and Noah, one of the craziest things. So dad, um, Nick Saban has his show at uh, Bob Baumhauer's Wings, and uh, that's not a sponsor, but it certainly could be one, uh, and you know where it is over there by the Church of Christ. When I was going home from the show yesterday, no, what time does our show get over? Nine o'clock. Coach does his show there. It was about nine twelve, and I rode by there, and they had people sitting in lounge chairs lined up to get into that seven o'clock show. He was he didn't stay long, did he? <laughs> but I'm saying they they were there at nine ten in the morning. The show is not until seven o'clock Thursday night. Now that's a true bammer right there. And it's Chattanooga. People are lined up to get in bomb hours at nine ten in the morning. Do they let them in when the doors open? They just sit there all day. What do they do? If anybody knows anybody that goes there. Tell me, what do they do? They stay there in the morning until he's on at night? Yeah, they're, they, they, so they're first in line to get in. So they're in, Bob's their, loving chair, that. They're in their chairs, and that was nine ten. I don't know what time they got there. Those only, I mean, come on, but people, they ain't got enough to do uh, sitting in the chair for that. But anyway, good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Uh, St. Simon and... And that Sea Island is going to have having the golf tournament. I won't talk about that yet, but talk about it, uh, I guess, uh, Monday. Uh, last night, uh, Dayton 
got by LSU 70 to 67. North Texas plays LSU in that tournament on ESPNU tonight. Uh, Missouri uh, beat uh, Minnesota 70-68. Good win for them. Uh, and Alabama, uh, Auburn beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a good name, bad team. Uh, so beat them 83-59. And not the Notre Dame of the past. UAB beat Alcorn 80-77. Nicholas scored 102 points on South Alabama. So a lot of people are. 102-77, to I think it was. Um, here's the... Uh, Here's the ruling on the deal. Uh, Jim Harbour drops his case, and the a, the Big Ten drops theirs. It's over. They're not going to pursue it anymore. Now, this is all this was was a guy that's going to be with his team all week for every game, but those three games, he will go home wherever he wants, wherever he'll be to the bus, and he will tell those in the press box what he wants to run or what he doesn't want to run or what they should run or what, they, what they're thinking is. He'll have some kind of deal to the head coach who was there last time and got real, you know. So it's not any, it's not any punishment here, much, I don't think, at all, because they're, they're corresponding with each other. And uh, he just, he's been at practice and getting his team ready to play. Now, Ohio State will be hard. Uh, regardless of whether he's there or not there, but him not being there is somewhat of a little bit of a distraction, but I don't think it's what people want to carry on. Um, they uh, Northwestern kept <laughs> Northwest Western kept the assistant coach who should have been in check in checking on these guys and the problems that, that Northwestern had. They made him the head coach and fired Pat Fitzgerald, uh, El Stupo, uh, as far as I'm concerned, for Fat Pitt. Pat Fitzgerald, the guy should have been, the, the whole assistant coaches should have been helping you Pat Fitzgerald. If I'm Mississippi State, I'd go after Pat Fitzgerald. I would too. He's good. Yeah. He's really good. And Pat Fitzgerald's got a lot of sense. You know, you, the assistant coaches got to do that. They all got, they all got a group of people, a group of players that uh, they check on in regards to what you think. It, it goes to, I understand everything goes to the top. I got all that. But, uh, when you got a guy like Pat Fitzgerald who's kept his nose clean and done what he's supposed to do and is very good, I think he's stupid. Uh, outside of that, uh, talked about that. I don't have anything. Uh, I, I'm just uh, the Big Ten deal. I just, so that doesn't mean the NCAA is going to stop investigating, right? I mean the Big Ten, and I think I think uh, Jack Crow hit it on the head. They kept saying, "All right, this is going to be a big stink if this thing gets to court." Then you know, there's other schools that are going. That Mars, that attorney, he was going to expose some other people. So the Big Ten and Michigan knows, like you said, that ain't no punishment. Three games, what he did, that's nothing. And uh, but the NCAA surely is not going to let this go. So the Big Ten can say we're not going to look because they don't want each other turning on each other. I bet the NCAA lets it go. Wow, if they do, that's pitiful. That's pitiful. How about Ferris State's coach? Do you see that? No, what do you do? Uh, last year they won the national championship, guys, and two players fired up some cigars in the locker room. It's a no smoking locker room. Well, they're in the playoffs again. They won the national title last year and he has been suspended for his players smoking, uh, cigars in the locker room. I guess they waited all the way to the playoffs this year. So what, what, what kind of, what, what football? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Tony and these cannot coach. He can buy a ticket, he said. 
but he they're playing uh, somewhere over in Michigan their first round. But because they smoked some cigars, so does that mean that uh, Nick Saban can't coach against Tennessee next year because they smoked cigars no. in the locker room? I've always wondered about that. Uh, do you think that's good to smoke? Those kids be smoking cigars? I don't think it is. I don't think it's good for the guy that. that uh, Put it, set it up years ago. Yeah. So I don't, anyway. get, I don't want to get into that one. All right. Well, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. We'll get Tom else talk Michigan. Uh, Tom, the Big yes, Ten sir. tucked their tail and ran because they didn't want a bunch of negative publicity because Michigan was going to bring out a bunch of dirt on everybody. And so hopefully the NCAA doesn't let this go. But Michigan says this is a, and Jim Harbaugh and them. So you know he's guilty or you wouldn't take a three game punishment. Right. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all? You're good, buddy. How are you? Okay. I'm good. Did you win last night? We did not, my, uh, Tom. We, uh, good, good game, uh, back and forth. We were up five, I think, in the fourth quarter. Ended up losing, uh, 60 to 55. Both teams played uh, extremely hard. That guy that's coaching there, uh, at Homewood, he's been there for 29 years. Uh, so. Wow. Who is he? Uh, Shepler's his last name, I believe. Uh, nice guy. Uh, does a good job. Uh, so, uh, we played hard. We just didn't shoot the ball as well, but I'll give them some credit for that. They, they defended us pretty well. They were hard to guard. So, but, uh, we go back to Thompson next week. We get, Helena, uh, Chelsea, and Thompson next week. So there's no rest for the weary time. Well, I'm telling you, yeah. But yeah. Are, are, all these, are, are these people in your region, uh, what's the deal? Are they the same classification? Explain yeah, that. Uh, yeah, well, Oak Mountain 7A, uh, Hueytown was 6A, Home was 6A. But in basketball, they do it different, which is not good. Uh, football has regions. So you have eight teams in your region, so you get seven games. Basketball just does areas. We only have four teams in our area. Well, our area happens to be Hillcrest, Bryant, and Central. And so if you don't win the first game of your area tournament, you don't even make the state tournament. Well, we got the toughest area in the state, uh, right here because Bryant and Hillcrest and Central are really, really good. Yeah. So, yeah, so. you, that's a hot, that's a hot, uh, group there. <laughs> yeah. So some of those, good Bur- Lord. some of those Birmingham teams and all have some pretty easy area games, but there's no easy area game in here, but, uh, these games will get us ready for the area. So uh, I got great kids that work hard. So I'm enjoying it. But last night I felt like I played. Uh, it was it was a it was a tough game. So we played all right. Now was it was it uh, Mountain Brook or Best Abia? Who, who did you play? We played Homewood. Uh, it's right up there across okay. right up there across from uh, Sanford. Nice facility. Yeah. Nice school. Really nice school. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good. Well, not good that you lost, but sure. uh, hopefully it'll help. Yeah. And, uh, if you get to where you need to go. But uh, I called Dan. Um, <clears throat> let me ask you this about that. Uh, you know, everybody was uh, talking about, oh, you know, they better watch out. Tom Mars is a lawyer. You better watch out. He'll go up there. He'll take your britches off of you, buddy, and all that kind of talk. And, uh, and I just, you know, when I saw that yesterday, I thought, you know what? Somebody dropped a load of evidence out there, and he told Harbaugh, shut your mouth, take the deal, let's get the heck out of here. Uh, yeah, they tried to fight, but I think the uh, the Big Ten probably didn't want you know, Michigan squealing on other schools as well. They probably, Tom Mars probably had some dirt on them. It's like when, uh, 
you know, they tried to do that to Houston Nutt and Tom Marr started going into oh, yeah. the records and all of a sudden, boom, he found that Hugh Freeze was using that cell phone for a lot of things. <laughs> so, uh, you don't want them lawyers in there. So, no, uh, but, uh, I just wondered though, uh, that, uh, that his lawyer said, look, look, this is what they got and, uh, we're in trouble. And, uh, either, what about this scenario? <clears throat> Somebody lied to it. I think uh Dad hit the nail on the head. He's getting the coach during the week. I mean, literally, he's getting to do everything but be at the game. So they figured, hey, why well, keep fighting this thing? It could get worse. Let's just put it behind us. We know we're guilty. The Big Ten will drop looking into it. We can get through this season because the NCAA moves so slow. It'll be three years before they do anything. That's true. So I think true. And so they'll get to play for the national championship now if they can keep winning. You know, uh, <clears throat> I've changed subject. Uh, Auburn killed uh, Notre Dame last night. Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame's very good this year. Uh, 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 but uh, I tell you what, Auburn is. Uh, they they shot the ball really good. I'm uh, I'm anxious to hear what Coach Smith got to say about it. Yeah, we'll talk to him uh, at eight fifteen hour. So I didn't see any of it. Uh, Dad didn't see any of it. So, but. Uh, I think Auburn's got a good team. All right, see you. Thank you, Tom. All right, uh, two-minute truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Where it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today, 205-247-5050. That's two-minute truck movers who care. 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, still no active wrecks. We do see some congestion on McFarland at Rose Boulevard and starting to see some on 43 at Flatwoods Road. If you see conditions throughout the morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. The execution in Alabama of Casey McWhorter last night for killing a man he attempted to rob has exacerbated the death penalty debate. McWhorter was sentenced to death on a 10-2 jury vote. Tuscaloosa State Representative Chris England pushed a, a bill last session that would have required a unanimous vote, a measure he says that he will push again in the upcoming legislative session. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley Town Square Media. Tuscaloosa. Join time. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today. The high 69. Tonight mostly cloudy with a chance of a few passing showers below 54. Tomorrow becoming mostly sunny. The high 67. And Sunday a sunny day with a high at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. You're going to build, build it at last. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. I'm tired of seeing Desmond Howard talk about this. Michigan thing. Uh, he's on ESPN right now. Dad, um, 
there's an article uh, in ESPN.com, and I hadn't gotten to read a lot of it, but it's written by uh, Dave Wilson, the ESPN writer. Uh, it's why the Jimbo Fisher experiment at Texas A&M failed uh, spectacularly. But you read his first, a lot of times when you fire, uh, you go higher, the exact opposite of what you just fired. And this sentence here is kind of interesting. Uh, it says, uh, Ross Bjork, they are looking for a coach who's open to change, adaptable, organized, easy to work with, has a creative offense, and is more of a CEO type than someone who's in the film room all night. <laughs> Uh, so they just described Jimbo Fisher as not easy to work with, didn't have a creative offense, was in the film room all the time, not really a CEO, was not organized, would not adapt, and was not open to change. So uh, <laughs> uh, your thoughts about Jimbo Fisher's career there? Well, again. I think they're looking for a coach that's had some past experience at Texas A&M. And they already have two people that people are talking about, and that's the guy at Duke, and I saw the guy at Detroit Lions. I think it's Detroit. Uh, he uh, he is said to be, you know, he worked at A and M. He's said to be a very intelligent, smart, hardworking, good football coach who knows the area at A and M, just as the coach at Duke knows the area at A and M. Now he may turn around and uh, hire somebody that's giddy, uh, that's not going to recruit real hard because you don't have, to, you know, if you got a good assistant to recruit, uh, he may hire Lane Kiffin. Uh, and maybe there's somebody else I don't know about, but I think, I think they're going, I think they're, I, I don't pay attention to what these writers say, but I, I think they're going, if they could get somebody that they're all comfortable with, and there's, there's two there that maybe they're not comfortable with, that have A&M ties, who have worked there before, who know the lay of the land, and who are very successful, uh, as far as having a, uh, oh boy, I can't wait attitude towards them uh, with the Texas A&M fans. Uh, they're the kind of people that once they start winning, they will, they will be there. Uh, that cause they're loyal. They, they may be down for a while as fans, but they get up pretty quick. It said, uh, also it said, uh, this included habits like Fisher's desire to travel to road games on Thursday nights, meaning players and staff left campus shortly after practice. And sometimes didn't get to hotels until late in the evening or early evenings. They didn't, then they'd wake up Friday mornings and have meetings and just wait around for the game. So I think they got, tried to get coach to change, uh, some uh, things and he wouldn't do it. Uh, I really believe that you can go to athletic facility, to athletic places to play too early. I really do. They have nothing to do. I, I, I don't mean to make this on a personal basis. We, we didn't do real bad in, in tournament. And I, I, I was the last team there. I don't want my guys sitting around pulling, you know, trying to find that girlfriend and all that kind of crap. I want them. I want them busy. And so we were. We were. My case. I, I think you're better off going on Friday, getting on down there if you want to walk walk on the field. That's fine. But uh, I think you'll. I think you go the last minute. Yeah, they had uh, people saying it was just they were there too long. The players just laying around with nothing to do. It was a negative. No. They tried to get him to change. I don't know, that's, that's crazy. Why would well, you? Well, when you're laying around with nothing to do, you know what you do most of the time is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But anyway, that's an interesting article. I look forward to reading it, uh, but it's right there on ESPN.com. Pretty lengthy article as to why people think it didn't work there. Probably some things he did. Um, well, it didn't work. It didn't work for the one before him. Um, I want to talk a minute about Jimmy Sexton. Now, he represents all these high profiles, and there may be some, you know, some younger coaches that maybe th- that have him as well. I thought, uh, Jack Crub made an interesting point. Like, when a job's open, and I think people end up getting uh, frustrated probably with Jimmy. Uh, he helps them with their contract, but if there's a particular job they'd like to have, but he can really only push one guy, right? So he's going to push one guy to this athlete. He can't push three and four guys. And when they were talking about, when he J- Jack Crow was talking about, there was a couple guys that were really frustrated with Jimmy Sexton because they wanted the Alabama job, and uh, Jimmy only Push Nick Saban. Do you have any feel, any idea who those people were? And, and is that true? Can can your agent only really push one guy, even though he may represent? Lord knows how many people well, in these situations. I don't think they. I don't think they uh, push. I think they recommend uh, Jimmy. Who would you take uh, this this coach or this coach? Well, if you take if you coach Coach A, now he here, here's the deal with him. Uh, I think Coach B is, you know, he's a little bit more suited for y'all and sounder than y'all. He, you can get him for the right price. That, that kind of thing goes on because Jimmy Sexton, I, he lives right next door to, to uh, uh, Rex, Fred, Rex uh, Jones. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's got a, he's got a telephone, no, no kid. He's got a telephone in each hand. And, uh, he's pretty much going back and forth because he's getting a cut. And I, I think in some cases, uh, if you feel like you may feel like that you got knocked out of it because Jimmy didn't quite brag on you the way he bragged on the other, he didn't tell you what to do. But when you hung up the phone, you knew that you need to take a A rather than B. And uh, in his opinion, and sometimes there there are guys who listen to what he has to say and go the opposite direction. But uh, I would imagine that Jimmy has a big influence on people in the last half of the ninth when you're trying to decide who you're going to take. Well, he probably also, like Jimbo Fisher had a great season, one good season there. He probably says, all right, this is when we got to strike. This is when we got to get your contract redone. Or he can tell Kirby Spartan, look, Kirby, I know you're not going to Texas A&M. Just take the call. If you take the call, uh, then then Georgia's not going to know you're not going. They're going to give you uh, your staff more money. Well, They're going to give you some more. So there's some there's some playing behind the scenes uh, in those situations, especially on a guy that's hot. These people don't want to well, lose. Uh, and they did that with Gus Malzahn. Uh, the Arizona, Arkansas job was open, and so they played with it, and they ended up getting a humongous raise out of it. Well, you struck, you struck yesterday when you said that uh, I was agreeing uh, already that the athletic director – he jumped pretty quick. Uh, I, I afraid I'm going to lose Jimbo Fisher, so he jumps pretty quick, and he jumps for I'm, I'm keeping this bugger bear. We got we got us somebody. Well, he 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 didn't, and the money that he gave was astronomical. Everybody's going to be talking about that. They always always will be making fun of that. What Jimbo got, and Jimbo, one the one thing you don't know about the contract that people don't know is if you take another job, it's part of that contract void. 
and I would have bet you fifty dollars to a donut that it is. And it may not be. I may be dead wrong because they're announcing and they more about no more about than I do. He's getting that kind of money. Yes, he's getting that kind of money. Yes, they can write that. But if he takes another job, does he get that kind of money? Yeah, I remember Dave Odom's uh, attorney and agent was talking to us. Um, and he was saying, you know, when when you're doing really well, uh, the school loves you, the athletic director loves you, everybody is in, they're singing the same tune. He said, but when you write that contract, you need to write it like I they're going to fire me tomorrow. And yep. will you be taken care of if they fire you? And that's what right. happened with Jimbo Fisher. Everybody was all happy. Okay, yeah, I'll, right. I'll take the contract. But if you fire me now, I'm going to get the whole contract. So you, you, even though you're all loving each other, you have the contract written right. like they're going to fire you at the end of the season to make If sure I get another it. job, the contract's still good. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. All right, we'll take the break here. We'll get Philip in. Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy. So they'll come right to you with the holiday season right around the corner. Just take this off one of your to-do lists and let Royal handle it for you. They'll come get everything, pick it up, clean it up, get it right back to you. Uh, it's going to turn cold here at some point, so get that winter stuff down. I know you need to get those sweaters and all uh, cleaned up. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and Northport are 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, only one choice. Ask Royal, 205-391-0034. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, still no active wrecks. We do see some congestion on McFarland at Rose Boulevard and starting to see some on 43 at Flatwoods Road. If you see conditions throughout the morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on the Chattanooga Mocs. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Are you? You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want. I know everybody is in football mode, uh, but we're trying to be in football and basketball mode, and uh, we'll we'll go right to the uh, yellow one hotline. He's the former assistant coach at Alabama, and actually at Mercer as well. That plays uh, Alabama tonight up at UAB now with a. Three point victory last night over Alcorn. They just knocked off Maryland, uh, somewhere up in, uh, North Carolina. Coach Philip Pearson. Good morning, Philip. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How y'all doing? Uh, all right. All right. Go ahead, Dad. Um, what kind of, uh, team have you got? Yeah, I watched you against Maryland and I thought, I thought, uh, 
you know, I thought you came back and played well. Didn't see the game last night. Where, where is your team with our with our audience? Oh, coach, I, I don't know. We're we're trying to figure that out ourselves. We literally, I, I don't think I've ever experienced this before. We're we're two and two, and we and this is not a, a stretch at all. We have played four games that have literally come down to the last play. I mean, we are, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Two or three plays away from being four and zero. Oh, two or three plays away from being zero oh and four, uh, and we're we're two and two. So had a tough overtime loss at home to uh, to Bradley on on uh, on opening night. Went to Clemson and uh, uh, had a foul. We got called for a foul with three point four mm-hmm. seconds left, up one, and they went and made two free throws and beat us one. Uh, we beat Maryland by three. I think Maryland was quick to be third in the Big Ten this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, beat Maryland by three and then played an all-corn state team last night that, uh, you know, kind of got out on us early in the game. We were down double figures first half and, and, uh, we got out of there with a, with a three point win. So, you know, as we talked a few weeks ago, we've got nine new players on our roster. We've got, we had one returning starter. Um, you know, three other guys that, that were role guys last year. So we're, we're just, you know, still kind of searching and trying to find the right guys to play, who, who to start, who plays where, who plays when, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So we, we've got some talent, uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a work in progress. Well, the game of basketball right now, Philip, is, is, uh, almost in so many cases a game of new teams. Your team, not everybody's team is halfway new. Uh, every year now because of the transfer board. No, there's there's no doubt about it, Coach. And, and uh, you know, without you know pointing fingers or belaboring the point, I, I don't think there's any <laughs> doubt that the the lack of continuity. You know, I, I, of course, I know our program the best, but I would I would you know shudder to say all across the country, just the lack of continuity probably contributes to uh, um, you know the way that you see some of these games played, uh, the upset. You know, all, all that sort of stuff. It's just, it's a, it's a different time and you gotta, you gotta coach a little different. You gotta be a little, be a little better and, and all those kind of things. But, but any team that's bringing in, you know, so many new guys, nine new guys, like I mentioned for us, it's, it's, uh, it just, it just takes time. And I'm, you know, I'm getting ready for, uh, we play Middle Tennessee next week and I've, I've scouted the game for us. I've scouted the Clemson game for us and, you know, this early in the year, as as you both well know, you know, you you go back, you you look get the stats from last year, so you get the stats from last year. But but now, what you do is you got to go to about four or five other websites to get you know figure out who well who's this new starter and who's this new backup and who's this other guy. And you got you know stats from three or four other schools where all your guys are coming in from. So everybody's you know in the same boat to some degree, I believe. Uh. You bring in interesting more about recruiting. I was talking to the coach from Homewood last night. He's been there uh twenty nine years. He was just talking about how much it's changed. He said, you know, I don't have any division one guys. I got some division two and three guys. People were looking at it, said not one coach has been by the gym uh during this entire time that we've started this year. And uh guys just don't go out and look at high school kids near as much as they used to, uh, do they, Philip? Which at some point, I mean, these guys it's gonna cycle out. These high school guys gotta have somewhere to go there won't be these guys at these mid-majors or these places that to go through the transfer portal uh have you seen uh, a big change in recruiting now with the, the way the, the rules are now in college basketball really in all the sports yeah I, I think there is i think if you talk to most high school coaches they would probably 
probably share the same opinion. I, I think there are times, and of course, you know, this is November, but uh, I think there are coaches now that could give you that same comment that all of a sudden they have a player that, you know, it's just he's not going to be recruited until, you know, later in the year, and then he's going to sign in April. So it's just it's, no doubt it's later. It's, it is different. Uh, you know, at a place like UAB, for example, where we've, um, you know, we've kind of gotten a transfer portal and, uh, you know, done a lot of recruiting. I don't know that everybody is doing that, but I know that, I know that a lot of people are. And, uh, so the high school players, you know, some are, are being recruited later. And I, I, I don't think there's any doubt that there's some that are, you know, they're getting left behind. It's going to be interesting, I believe, as all these COVID guys sort of cycle out, which is, which is happening. Uh, to see exactly where everything, you know, sort of settles. Yeah, you know, uh, the other interesting thing right. that we were talking about, I think he's right about this, even with Jack's situation. Uh, he said, I think the recruiting now goes through the AAU guys. They don't even call the high school guys anymore. And I know with, with baseball, it's all done through kind of the travel organization because they're with them in the summer and that's when the coaches are out. Uh, is that kind of how it's come now? They kind of, I'm not saying they're deliberately cutting the high school coach out, but they're kind of going through the guy who he's playing travel ball with now, which is kind of a shame to me, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I, I think that happens a lot of times. Of course, you know, I, I, I spent 20 years at, at, uh, in the SEC at Alabama and Georgia and, you know, predominantly recruited high school players and, and, uh, there were times when I'd tell some of the younger guys I was working with and, and, uh, and I'm just being serious when I say this, but you know, in the summer, sometimes you would, you would recruit the, these AAU guys, just what you said. They're around them every day. They're buying on a cheeseburger. They're sleeping in the same hotel. They're carrying on a practice. They're, they're doing all those things. So they, they end up, you know, whether they mean to or not, they end up buying the allegiance to those players and, uh, to the, the AAU coaches do. But if you didn't get that guy committed and all of a sudden August is, you know, first rolled around and that kid went back in, in the high schools and now he's with a high school coach and he's lunch with a high school coach. My point to some of these younger coaches I worked with over the years was you better work them both. Uh, you, you, you better know what both of those guys are saying and get both of those guys on your team. But I don't think there's any doubt that, that I, I understand. I know Tim Shepard. I've known him a long time. Uh, Trey Jemison that played for us, you know, started at Homewood. And so I was at Georgia at that point in time and, and, uh, uh, Homewood has always had a period during the middle of the day where he works his guys out. So it, my point, and you both y'all understand that it was easy access. You could get somewhere in the morning. You could be in Birmingham at lunchtime and get to the third or fourth spot that afternoon. So I went in several times to see Trey Jemison when I was working at the University of Georgia and Trey was at, at Homewood. So he, you know, he's very accessible and there have been, you know, he's had good players in there before. And, and that sort of thing, but I, I definitely understand his feeling. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's leave UAB out in this question uh, and just go to what you know as far as uh, people in your league. Is NIL money, uh, are, they be, are they able to give somebody a car for NIL money at a lower division? I don't mean lower division, but not the top, top, top people. Uh, are they able to give them – is it is NIL – are, are people going to be really good if, if they have a, a program that has some money that can NIL it with people? Uh, where is that? Where do we stand with that? I know where it is. I know where it is at the top. Yeah. Um, Coach, I think it's a wide variety. And, you know, I don't know that I know, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. You know, in, in the league that we're in, of course, we were Conference USA last year, you know, kind of thought of as a mid-major league. 
Uh, now we've moved into the American Conference. We've joined eight other schools. Uh, some of those schools have played pretty good basketball in the past. When you when you speak of Memphis, Wichita State, uh, Temple, um, you know those kind of guys. So there's eight of us, eight of them that we're joining. Six of us that are coming. And um, you know you hear things. Um, you know I just I don't know what's true. I mean I and I don't mind saying this. I mean I hear and I'm sure you do too. I, hey Memphis has got a lot of money, a lot of NIL money. You know it's a point to make it. Yeah. You know, it's in a it's in a big city. Uh, you know, you got a well known coach, played the NBA, uh they played NBA arena, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh is do I know that to be true? I don't know that to be true, but that's certainly what I hear. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are at this level, Conference USA, American, uh, you know, they're trying to figure out exactly what lane that they that they fit in. And where they can function the best to get the best players, you know, that they can be successful with. And that's, um, I'm just, you know, I'm not dodging the question. I just thought, I just think the answer is so it's a, it's a wide variety, you know, across the board. I, I do think, and, uh, you know, from what I know, and I think you probably know this as well, but, um, I ran across a guy this weekend. I hadn't seen a number of years and, uh, you know, he was, he was talking about a program in the Big Ten that's, you know, they're looking for about $3 million. That's what they needed kind of the number I heard, you know, for a basketball program. So I, I think and I talked to buddies of mine that are in the SEC, the ACC, and, you know, again, nobody wants to tell you exactly what they have, but I think kind of that that 2 or $3 million threshold, that's that's kind of where everybody's at. Yeah, well, you, th- you take the guy from, from Mich- Michigan who goes to, to Kansas, there was a wad there, and he, he was well worth it, 20 rebounds and 20 points. So. Uh, yeah, no, no, no doubt, and, and – you know, I heard a story just last week too of of, of a, a situation that, that hey the nil money hadn't been you know been promised but not paid. You know, so you just you just wonder how much of that's going on. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess, mm. I mean, you know that happens. Some guy promises he's going to give you some money, and all of a sudden his business does not doing as well. His business closes, and that money dries up, and that kid don't care. You promised it to me. <laughs> I want it. Uh, so. Uh, or, or what if that kid's a backup, not a starter, like the guy thought? Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I, and the guy's gonna give the money. He said, "Man, you told me this guy was a stud. He don't even play. I ain't giving you. That's it. This is the last month you're getting that money. That's it. I'll help you sell your tickets." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Phil. I know there's some uh, former players and stuff coming in town tonight. I think you're actually coming in as well. Alabama takes on Mercer. These are what we call buy games. Uh, Mercer. Uh, needs this game to, for their budget. I don't know how much Alabama's give, giving them. Normally, these games pay, I guess, between seventy and a hundred thousand. Uh, so they're kind of the sacrificial lamb. Uh, the twenty-nine and a half point uh, favorite Alabama is tonight. We just talked about you were at Mercer at one point. Um, it's kind of a thrill, maybe, for those guys at Mercer to get to come in and play on the SEC of home floor there. Uh, and they get to play against really good guys. And if Mercer has a really good player, then these schools get to see him and they're afraid and they may take him in the portal there. So these guys playing these games, if they got really, really good players could actually backfire on them. Just talk about these money games and team like Mercer coming in tonight to play Alabama. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. They'll, uh, Mercer will be excited and, and, uh, I'd have to, get their roster. I don't know that I know a lot of players on their team, but I think they've got several kids from Georgia. So, you know, they were passed over by Georgia, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Auburn, Alabama, Florida State. They were passed over by those schools. So there's no doubt they'll be excited. And, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of times the athletic director will 
we'll uh well, you know we'll tell the basketball coach hey i'm gonna you know need you to play x number of games or or bring in x number of dollars so uh i haven't looked at mercer's schedule to see who else they're playing my guess is they're probably playing two or three of these the, the year i was at mercer we went down to florida and played uh mike white was a coach at florida that year and then we went up to uh, nc state and played so you know both of those were were bus trips and hopped on the bus and went and played a game and uh, I think the, the NC State game was relatively close, as I recall. Yeah, they're but, also, but anyway, they're also playing Georgia, uh, so that would be their other one. Yeah, yeah. So they're, you know, that's like you say, it's probably you know, hundred fifty, couple hundred thousand. Hop on a bus, you know, one night in a hotel, and uh, you know, just kind of keep it moving. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. And then you know, the flip side of that is, you know, when you're the when you're the big boys, you gotta gotta be sure your guys are, are ready to play and and uh, you know trying to get better and, and all those kind of things. I've been on the I've been on the wrong side of a game or two like that too, where you know you end up playing a pretty good team or maybe your guys are not not dialed in and, and ready to go on a particular night. So uh, sometimes it can be tricky. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect uh, the one in Tuscaloosa to to be tonight, but you but you never know. But it'll definitely be exciting for those guys to have a chance to play. Yeah. That- um, I can't think of anything else I need to ask you, particularly about uh, any any really. I want to change. ask you Go about ahead, that. I, I want to ask you about that new NIT rule. I yeah. think it's awful, Philip. Uh, you know these, uh, and I don't. You're not in a one bid league, but it could be. Uh, and you know the league Mercer's in. If you go through that and you win your regular season you get to the tournament uh if you don't win the tournament then if you won the regular season you're guaranteed the nit why why would they take that they're taking that away now i guess to bit bigger schools in the nit uh why, why would they do something like that these guys that win these leagues is an opportunity for them to, they don't normally get home games anyway uh to me that's a shame i just want to get your thoughts on that yeah i i uh I have no idea, to be perfectly honest with you. We talked about it a little bit, and uh, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't even know it was really up for for debate or for vote or discussion or whatever. And all of a sudden, you read the you read the new rule, and again, I haven't been on both sides of that. And most of the time, I you know was at a at a much larger school, Alabama's and Georgia's, and I've been in the NIT with both of them before. And and uh, you know, so, sometimes those those big schools, and and I know you were part of a couple of good ones. Uh, you know, sometimes those bigger schools, it's a, it's a great thing. You got a younger team, you want to go, you know, and there's a bunch of paperwork on the front end that you fill out that you're interested, you can host, you can do all these things. But then, you know, there's times and we see it every year where, uh, you know, that, that last team, and I'll be honest with you, Clemson, and I got a lot of respect for Brad Brownell for coming in to play Alabama, I know in a few weeks, but great guy, great coach. And Clemson thought they were going to get in the NCAA tournament last year. He just had their heart broken. And should have been in, in my opinion. But they played Moorhead last year in the first round. And we were going to play the winner of that game. So I started scouting Clemson in, in March. And Moorhead comes in there and pops them. And it was just a situation where they were so down and disappointed, you know, that, you know, we got to play this game. And they, and they got upset. And I'm not saying Brad. It's Brad's team because I know Brad well. But I've also been a part of another team or two where really just the interest was not there with the players, you know, to, to play. Um and, and so it's, I don't know, it's a very interesting situation. I, and I don't, I, I hate to see it to be, to be honest with you, because those, those folks that win, win a conference championship in those lower levels, certainly they deserve to play in some postseason. Well, Phillips, always appreciate you talking a little college basketball with us. Uh, good luck to you guys and, uh, 
I'll holler at you later. I think I probably find you a couple of tickets if you need them. So just let me know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Philip. Okay. All right. All right. See uh, y'all. Thank you, Coach Philip Pearson. All right. All right. We'll take this break here, and we'll talk to the undefeated Florida State Seminole, Mike Brown. When we get back. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty serious wreck on US 11 at Vance Barkton Road. You can expect serious delays until they get that one cleared. Around town, traffic is picking up, so just be careful. If you see conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris. You know what happens on Friday, the TGIF edition of the Gary Harris Show at 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 a.m. WTBC. Great guest plus Bama football trivia will give away another terrific prize. Join us at 9 a.m. on Friday. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. The Bermuda 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today, the high 69. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a chance of a few passing showers below 54. Tomorrow, becoming mostly sunny, the high 67. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide 109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right up to the Alabama One Hotline. Oh, we got break. We got to change the music there. Come on, come on, Noah. That old boom boom thing gonna work. Here we go. All right, here we go. Don't be disrespectful to my man Mike Brown. Uh, Mike Brown is ten and zero. He deserves your respect. All right, get to the Yellowwood Hotline. We're gonna talk Alabama one with Mike Brown. Sorry, Mike. Uh, Noah disrespected you this morning. Not good. Not good. Uh, no worries. I appreciate it. Though. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing this morning? Man, it's been a great week. How about you guys? It's going good. Uh, everything's good. Um, Black Wednesday. Tell us about it. That's right. So Alabama wins our sixth annual Black Wednesday sale. So every Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh, for the past, well, gosh, five years now, we've had a big loan promotion, big loan sale, discounted loan rates. So we got a, a loan sale that's going to happen this coming Wednesday. But for the first time ever, we're folding in a great deposit opportunity. So I think we talked briefly. And you may have seen online that we're doing a six for six CD. So six percent for six month CD that we're going to add into our Black Wednesday promotion. So whether you're looking to save money by bringing your loan to Alabama One, maybe looking to have to get that car before the end of the year, or refinance your recreation loan with Alabama One, we're going to give you a discount up to 1.25% off of the rate you would normally qualify for. Or you're looking to maybe store your money with the credit union in that new CD we just talked about, the 6% for six months with as little deposit as $1,000. That's next Wednesday, the 22nd, and things kick off at 7 a.m. A ton of details at alabamaone.org. Uh, but we're really looking forward to helping out our members, especially going into this holiday season. Explain that to the listener. Uh, the six percent doesn't understand what that means. The six percent uh, six month CD. Explain that to them. Oh, absolutely. So uh, 
as you guys have probably seen, and everyone's been talking about it for the better part of the year, that rates have kind of gone up, right? Loan rates are a little bit higher than they were, and we always try to be a low-cost option on the loan side. But when it comes to earning money on your money, so making a deposit with the credit union, we can give you up to 6%, but we just lock that money up for six months. And then at the end of that six months, the, the money will be, of course, back to you. Uh, with that 6% interest earned over that course of the time. So, um, again, the, the minimum deposit is just $1,000. We try to make it a low point of entry for every member if they have a little bit of money in their savings. And, of course, if they don't want to lock their money up, we have a ton of great high-interest savings account, high-interest checking account, where people can actually just get their money to do a little bit of work for them, still have access to it, but maybe earn a little extra interest just by keeping that money in Alabama One Credit Union. Uh, the six or six is so special just because it's the highest interest rate we've offered on a CD ever before. And we kept it at six months just in case our members want to do something with that money going into next year. Just a way to kind of park that money for a little while, earn a little extra money and keep it safe and secure with Alabama One Credit Union. All right, Mike, tell everybody uh, how they become a member uh, of Alabama One. Pretty simple uh, process there. Tell them how to do it. No, absolutely. We get a lot of members because of these loan sales, especially for Black Wednesday. It's a big one. So becoming a member has never been easy. We have locations all over this great state of Alabama. So swing by any one of them. I think we told you guys we just merged two, uh, two credit unions down in the, uh, the south part of the state, down in McIntosh, Alabama, as well as Bruce. So we have new locations down there. We have a couple more that are being built up. But we have locations you can swing right in, and all you do is get $5 deposit to lock in that membership. We'll qualify you. We'll talk to you like, hey, do you live, work, or worship in these areas? And we'll get you a set up with your journey to Alabama One Credit Union. With that membership, opens up a ton of opportunities like the CD special I just talked about or those high-interest dividend uh, savings and checkings account, those low interest rate on loans. There's just a ton of benefits for you. And if you, if you can't get by the branch, I completely understand. Maybe you got to work or you got other things that tie you up for normal business hours. Our website's going 24-7, right, www.alabama1.org. And even if you start your journey, you can get your membership started right there. You can download our app and have access to what we like to call our biggest branch, the one in your pocket on your cell phone, and still take care of all the ways to manage your money, make loan payments, et cetera. But you can do the Join Now button from there. And I was, I was messing with it the other day. I was talking to a member, and it took me about eight minutes to get through the application. It doesn't take long at all. Just have your driver's license handy and a couple of information, you know, obviously your name and address and some other information about yourself. And you can get that, that journey started with that joining the Join Now button on our homepage. Uh, and get everything set up. We have a full virtual team. They even work into the after hours to, to answer questions, to, to text you back when you can't figure something out, or if they need to follow up with a, take a picture of ID, whatever you need. Uh, but you can take care of everything pretty seamlessly from our website now. All right, Mike, let's talk a little college football. Alabama fans are del- delusional. Uh, Dad and I have been trying to explain to them there is a way they could still win out and not make the playoff and everybody keeps saying well they they should jump florida state florida state's undefeated up guys they're not jumping florida state if florida state wins out they're talking about bama jumping your school mike that's not gonna happen if you take care of north alabama uh florida and then whoever you get in the acc championship game if you guys win out i think you can control your own destiny you make the college football playoff don't let these alabama people disrespect your school mike I like to think so, Barry, but every time I got a Florida State teacher, I'm at the grocery store, and I just get random people walking. I was like, oh, man, we really need you to lose this week. And I'm like, oh, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> um, I've been getting a lot of that around the office and around the community, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, this is – I have to ask the Alabama fans, like, how do you act in this moment? But, yes, everyone's definitely looking for what is that scenario. You know, how is Oregon State going to beat Washington this weekend, and, and what's it going to look like for, for Florida State on the other end? We're just – 
each game at a time. We're not trying to look beyond it, just trying to tackle each one as we go. And uh, look, as a Florida State fan, in uncharted territory, we haven't been this way in a long time, over 10 years now. And uh, I'm just excited to be part of the conversation, to be honest. Deck and your North Alabama Lions, can they pull it off this weekend? Oh, I think we'll blow them out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have been your blue play. I, I think we'll blow them out. I want the Lions probably 50. I don't know if they have a line on that particular game because they're not Division One. So. Well, we, we, if we could hold the ball, we'd have a better chance. Um, Mike, Dad yesterday was saying that um, – and I know you live in near me, so you don't have a lot of trees at your house. But uh, he was saying that he does not understand. Do not rake your leaves until the trees are bare. When half the leaves fall, don't rake them because you're going to have more leaves just fall again on top of those leaves. So just wait. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Do you do you rake, uh, get it up, and then when the others fall, rake, or do you just rake one time? No, I give it probably a little bit lazier than some. You know, I'm not doing it every week. But once every two weeks, I'll get out there, maybe mulch some stuff up, break up the difference, and then uh, let it fall again. I mean, you never know with the Alabama weather. Here we are. Yeah, but he's saying wait. It's all falls. I've seen it up a little bit. Nah, I've seen it up a little bit during the time. It gives me a reason to be out in the yard anyway. So you're saying he's wrong. No, what's ever wrong? I'm just saying I have a different way of handling things sometimes. That's all. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, Mike, we appreciate you guys. Uh, next week, there's no show Friday, so text me. We could have you on Wednesday if you'd like, but uh, we're off on Thursday and Friday next week. And, uh, so we don't get a chance to talk to you. Hopefully, uh, you enjoy uh, your holiday season with the family. We appreciate you guys at Alabama 1, and good luck with that Black Wednesday. I know you all be busy that day. Uh, thank you guys so much. I'll take care. All right. We're thank you. out with the Florida State Sports Channel. Here we go. Thanks, guys. Go Knowles. There you go. There's Mike Brown. How about a, He's a humble Florida State fan there. So you people that are saying they're going to jump Florida State, you know you're hurting Mike Brown's heart when you do that. All right. That's it for today's show. Uh, we want to th- not for today's show, for the 7 o'clock hour. I'm sorry. Noah's like, good Lord. Uh, but we want to thank Alabama. We want to thank Alabama 1. We also want to thank... Uh, Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. And I always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines are open 205 342 We get back from break. This is tied to 100.9 and 1230 WTBC, the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan and Traffic Center, we got a pretty serious wreck on US 11 and Vance Blockton Road. You can expect serious delays until they get that one cleared. Around town, traffic is picking up, so just be careful. If you see conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NFL Thursday Night Football in Baltimore, saw the Ravens beat the Bengals 34-20. to Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson had 264 yards passing and two touchdowns. Running back Gus Edwards had a couple of rushing scores in the win. For Cincinnati, they lose the game and their star quarterback Joe Burrow left in the second quarter with an apparent wrist injury. Didn't return. His status going forward is unknown. And a loss for the Ravens as well. Their standout tight end Mark Andrews left with an ankle injury and they're saying he'll probably miss the rest of the season. Baltimore 8-3 and with the win. Cincinnati 5-5. and 
five with the loss. College football news, Michigan and head coach Jim Harbaugh have dropped their efforts to fight his three-game suspension in the sign-stealing scandal. In exchange, the Big Ten Conference has agreed to close its investigation into the matter. NBA, two games on the schedule. Heat beat the Nets 122-115 for their seventh win in a row. Thunder over the Warriors 128-109. Warriors have now lost five straight. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. If you'd like to join us uh, on the show this morning. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knipper. Andrew is my agent. Let Andrew become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Uh, insurance is something you've got to have, and uh, you want to make sure you're taking great care of it. Andrew can look at your current uh, situation and give you some suggestions there, whether you have too much coverage, not enough. He did that for me. Uh, I was very happy I made the change. Give him a call. Let him run the numbers for you. 205-722-9201. Andrew Knifer, Allstate Insurance. Dad, do you like, uh, Alabama, uh, and even Auburn playing basically a a gimme game, a money game, uh, this late in the season. It's a game 11. Uh, is there any benefit to playing a game like this right before the Iron Bowl? Well, it's history. Uh, it's always been history. It was history back, uh, uh, with Coach Bryant. Uh, somewhat history back before Coach Bryant almost. Uh, it's a game where you try to be sure that you're rested, uh, that you're going to win first and that you're rested. Uh, that your injuries that you had in the game prior to this game are beginning to heal and give them an extra week. It all centers around the Alabama-Auburn football game. Everything does. Coach Bryant believed that. Coach Bryant didn't want to play anybody at all until uh, 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 preliminary games to, to Auburn. He felt very strongly about that, and they always did that. Scheduling is... A lot of times, 10 years in advance. It used to be 10 years in advance. Uh, I heard Kirby say that the other day, and that is true. It may not be quite that long now because of the problems that we're having with teams going to, uh, you know, to different leagues. I'm telling you right now, Barry, when you sit, when you sit there and look at that coast and you, and you leave two good football teams, you leave Oregon State and Washington State who, by name are not big, uh, but but are good, and especially Oregon State and Washington State's been pretty good. Uh, you know, it, to me, it's just I don't you don't know what to do with those two guys either. It's kind of off the subject, but but you don't you don't know what direction they're going. So anyway, everything that's done for this game uh, tomorrow. It was done because of the Alabama football game and was done a long time ago. Is it important that he gives you a chance maybe to play some young guys that hadn't got to play, yeah. maybe play another quarterback yeah. uh, to get him some game experience? Uh, now that four-game rule, if you, as long as you don't play in four game, more than four games, you can redshirt. Uh, is that a benefit to get some of these guys maybe some I think work? it is. I think it's quarterback situation in Alabama once you get in. And look, look folks, 
it's a game you've got to win. And you got to be ready enough, and they got to be, you know, you got to be ready enough to win. So don't go in there and get your fantasy beat. And they, Alabama doesn't. But uh, I think you're right. I think I think for the quarterback situation at Alabama and for other for linemen and whole people that you won't look at under pressure, you hadn't really gotten gotten to see that much. They get a chance to show you what they can do. I don't care who they're playing. They can show you what they can do, how hard they can play, and what their skill level is. And uh, I, I think it's important. You're going to have at the University of Alabama people leave this year at Auburn other places because of playing time. You just are. I don't know how many, I don't know who, but you're going to have that. You may have at each school um, one or two players uh, who are disappointed with not only playing time, but maybe uh, what they're getting compared to what they hear another player is getting in a comparable same play at at a just like Alabama, and so you put the word out that you you're you're a transfer portal guy. If you know if things if somebody comes after you, he's dissatisfied. It's easy, it's easy for kids to get dissatisfied. You can't you can't keep them all happy. You have to do the best you can to show them you want want them to stay. And but you and it also comes down a lot to the parents or what the parents know or don't know to the people that are surround that kid may not be parents that surround that kid and give him the kind of advice that they think is important and they don't know what they're talking about. I tell you, it's a, it's a dangerous time. You know, you've said from day one that the transfer board is bigger than NIL and that's probably true because it makes NIL. NIL makes, makes you know, tra- travel dealers it's a messy deal. Another thing we talked about with Coach Crow, how, how important is it? You know, Alabama's uh, got some momentum now. They're they're playing well. They played really well uh, yeah. against Tennessee. They played really well at Kentucky. Yeah. So they're they got positive momentum going with the committee, uh, with the people across the country, certainly with the Alabama fan and Auburn. If they go out and they don't play well, then that does that give Auburn hope where if they go out and they they just are they're a juggernaut to where Auburn uh doesn't have any confidence when Alabama comes down where if they don't play well, they play poorly against Chattanooga, it gives Auburn some hope and some confidence for the game next Saturday. Is that well maybe a, yeah, maybe a little bit when you look at it and see what the other team does or doesn't do. It might it might give you a little bit of you know, false confidence. Of, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, everybody always goes back to, and I, I even do it myself sometimes, well, they have a, had a hard time at that place or this place or they've done this or they've done that. I've said that before. But it is the game that you play that day. It, 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 it doesn't make it. It's the game that you play that day with your players that make it, make it good or bad for you. It's not because you got beat five years in a row by them. It's just, it's just not. It's, it's that game that day, and I don't think people realize that. Sometimes I don't realize it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, what happens one week is not going to have uh, people try to predict what's going to happen the next week based on what happened the week before. Sometimes that team that played poorly uh, is is ready uh, the next week because they've been hammered in practice uh, all week to get ready. So uh, uh, They go into a bowl at Auburn. 
Uh, they've had uh, not a great year, but not a bad year, in-between year. And if they went against New Mexico State, they would have picked up seven. I, I said eight wins. I guess I've won too many. I don't know how many they've won. Uh, but, they uh, got six now. Is that right? Okay, no, seven. Be, they got seven now. Okay, that will be eight then. No, I'm sorry. They got six. They could get to eight. Okay, no, they, got, yeah. they could get to eight. They'll probably get seven. And then, you know, that's that's a, you know, at a bowl. And everybody uh, extremely happy down there? No. Satisfied? Yes. A little bit satisfied because of the previous stuff and not satisfied, not the right word, but but okay, okay with it, and uh, you know, looking to see what they're going to do next year. That you know, my problem is if some of the skill skill people, I mean, really the skilled people, if they don't feel like they've played enough, it's scary to me. Yeah, and, um, you know, we'll see if Alabama can finish these next two games. We we predict they lose two, maybe three games, and. Uh, give Coach Saban, could, should, could, should Coach Saban, we'll get to Sonny, should Coach Saban or Eli Drinkwitz get Coach of the Year this year in the SEC? Mm, tough question. Yeah. Yeah. Who, which one? Eli or Coach Saban? Um, I don't know. I, I just want to, you want me to name, but I, oh, I, I don't care. I, just I don't know. I, I don't know. Eli Drinkwitz has done a great job. I think yeah. Coach Saban's done a great I job. Had, I, I listened to Tim Tebow on the way home from somewhere the other day, and he says that the, the coach of the year in his should be Kirby Smart. Oh, Kirby Smart. I guess, yeah, I guess you'd expect Georgia to do it. That's what Dick Saban's dealt with. But they what the guy in Missouri, they whooped Tennessee. He's done a nice job. Uh, at Missouri. If I was Texas A&M, I may be trying to pluck him out of Missouri. Yeah. Uh, guy's pretty good in media. He's, uh, yes, he's good at the media. He's good on the sidelines. He's, he's got him ready to play. And uh, Two people have left Mississippi State. We're just kind of talking now. Two people have left Mississippi State because of the, te- of the coach being fired. So. All right. Uh, we'll take the break here. We'll see if Coach Sonny Smith's ready to get in. Wayne's Best Control served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, in Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. They were out at my house yesterday. I got a text message and I got um, uh, the flower on the door. They had been out. They sprayed. They took great care of me. Let them do the same for you. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call, 866-WAYNES-1. And you get $60 off your initial pest control service. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today, the high 69. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a chance of a few passing showers below 54. Tomorrow, becoming mostly sunny, the high 67. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3020 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back. 
back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right up to the Alabama One Hotline. He is uh, NABC District 6 Coach of the Year. He's Ohio Valley. Yeah, he coached in the Ohio Valley, and he was also Coach of the Year in 1978. Coach, you were two-time SEC Coach of the Year. You're in, you're in the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and you were the CAA Coach of the Year in 1996. So you did it a long time, and you did it well for a long time. So I'm Coach, I feel like I don't do your justice. Why we why we say that every time? I don't every time. I feel like I've been disrespecting <laughs> Coach Sonny Smith by not letting these people know who they're actually talking to every Friday. So, good morning, Coach. <laughs> How are you? I'm sorry I don't <laughs> I don't give you the proper respect each right. Friday. Right. Well, he you wasn't got, that, he wasn't that good to start with. You got your father back there criticizing yeah. you. That's all. Oh, he man. wasn't that good to start if with. If you were the uh, Coach <laughs> of the Year in 78... At one conference and another conference in 1996, yeah. and then in the SEC in 1988, you did. A, I mean, you were doing it good for a long time, coach. Yeah. Because he not? told he told he told jokes and got them to vote for him. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's not right. Is it? Didn't never get your father to vote for me. That was a problem. He. Uh, he, he was just jealous of me getting all that and all yeah. that good See, stuff. He gets mad when I brag on you and talk about all your Yeah, I know, I know. He gets mad. Hey, son. Uh, before, before we get that Auburn-Notre Dame game, I'll let Barry ask you about that. Uh, I saw where one of the big riders in NASCAR passed away at 88 yesterday. He was the announcer for oh, – he, he was one of the first announcers at uh, – uh, received uh, nationwide publicity for the way that he uh, pushed uh, NASCAR racing, and he was really good at it. I met him. I met him one time, and boy, you know how guys are, uh, love basketball and get into it. He was the same thing, same way about car racing. And of course, they needed a push back in those days. And he started. He he did the radio network first for NASCAR, and he did it really well. I met him one time and I was really impressed because he's, he's, he, he had the, he was narrow minded. He, he was talking about racing all the time. Yeah. yeah. Coach was, uh, was Wednesday this week. Was that your birthday? Yes, it was. Happy birthday. Did Dad call, I made, I made Dad call you and, uh, wish you a happy birthday? I forgot it. <laughs> uh, Do you ever notice that he won't let you answer? He yeah. cuts you off all the time. Do you ever notice that? Yeah, yeah I asked huh? him the question. He answers the question I asked you. Did he call you on your birthday? I didn't know it was his birthday. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, he did to help him out, but no, he's not going <laughs> to let you help him. What is but it? I got a lot of calls, and that was uh, that was interesting. And my daughter got me a present. That was beautiful. So, uh and my son's going to this weekend. Oh, I, I, I haven't had any socks lately. I've been wearing athletic socks because I think I still think I'm athletic. How hard yeah. did you have to blow to get all those candles out? Two of them still blowing. Two of them still going, man. What do you say? He had to blow them out. <laughs> he had to blow them out of the fan. There you go. Uh, let's talk Auburn football before we get to. Uh, to basketball, uh, dad's blue plate. He took Arkansas over Auburn, uh, and I encouraged him to do it. So I'm just as bad as him. Uh, man, uh, Hugh Freeze had him ready, but like Arkansas was not ready. Uh, that's a big win for Auburn. It gets them in a bowl. And now they get to seven wins, uh, this weekend. What is the, um, 
What are the thoughts about this Auburn football team? Well, my first thought was that he's this guy's going to have a Hugh Freeze, for instance. He's going to have a hard time capturing the Auburn audience and uh, fans and making them be real Hugh Freeze fans. But I think he's gaining on that. I think he's getting. I think he's getting more positive thinking about Auburn football and about him than I thought he would at this time. Because when he started out, I thought they weren't going to accept him readily. But it looks like they have, and I'm, I'm glad for that. Because if you've ever met him, you'll realize that he's really a great guy to talk to. Yeah. Yep. Okay, last night, uh, I, I think you played a, a bad team, good name. Uh, that's that's what, exactly that's, right. It's not a what, good team. No, that's a bad team, good name. But you like to play bad teams, good names, don't you? I did. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you, 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 top your game on that. Top your game. I, I should, I should have learned that from you. I play them top teams and they're all good. Talk about, I, this, I, talk I, about this freshman point guard Auburn's got everybody's raving about. I watch him in practice and I didn't, uh, I didn't think that, uh, he was going to be a guy that could just score right in, take over the spot, become a double figure scorer and then keep everybody happy. And the more I watch it, uh, if if they play up tempo, if they play up tempo and it's not a half court game, uh, he becomes better. He becomes much better. And I think uh, I think they've they've realized that if they're a running team, and if they can get that ball off the board and run with it, uh, he's going to make them a better team. I'm really impressed with the way he handles the ball both ways in a and, and I, well, the way he can speed the game up and keep it keep it in a in a uh, position where they want to. They want to run, and and they want to be able to press teams into uh, problems defensively, and, and I think he's a, I think he highlights that a little bit, but really can jump people and turn them and, and get them in a position where they can double them up. Uh, they they like the fact that he's not selfish at all. He will uh, – now, I, I say this from watching practice, uh, some that uh, – they would like him probably to be a little bit more uh, take take over the game a little bit more from the standpoint of shooting the ball. Yeah, Deb. Uh Where does this Auburn team stand for the future? Are they, I know they would pick. It don't really matter where you pick in the league. It's just where you finish. Um, I, I think. Go ahead. I think if they can stay away from injury, and I think if they can come up with one more guy to come off the bench, and I think if KD Johnson. Joins the program and Ooh. and be, becomes more of a uh, I, I don't want to say a team player, but he's wow, just so aggressive. Yeah, yeah, he plays wild, and I think if they can harness his abilities, which he's got a lot of, uh, that uh, they're going to be a tough out. He, he, he didn't play last year, did he, Sonny? KD? Yeah, he played. He played. He was hurt. He was hurt for three or four games last yeah, year. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was. And he yeah. played hurt, and, it's, and it seemed to hurt him a little bit. But right now, he looks like, you know, at times you think he's playing for a contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not playing the game the way Bruce would probably want him to play. Now, I don't even know that that's true. But uh, uh, they have a system. And he'll break the system and, and go off on his own. And I don't know if Bruce likes that or he doesn't like it because he seems to never stop. So it's, uh, and, you know, he's a little bit more, uh, uh, successful than you think.
think he is. He does some good things. He's really a good defender. You watch him in practice. I, I never, I don't think I ever mentioned this on the show. He is the hardest working defender on the team. And, and I, I think that's, I think that's something that people look at because the first thing you look at is how crazy is he going to play, you know? Yeah. What's he going to do? What's he going to step out away from the offense to do? But if you look at his, you look at his defense, he really gets after people. Uh, Coach Alabama's playing Chattanooga in football. Auburn's got New Mexico State, uh, who actually has won seven games in a row. Uh, but Auburn's a 24 point favorite. I don't even know what the Alabama line is. Do you, as a coach, do you like that playing, uh, a team that you're going to beat, uh, before a big game like the Iron Bowl? No question. I wouldn't want to play a great team before, uh, you know, leaving the injury factor out and all that. I would want to play one that bolster confidence and uh, and get them ready, make all the practices positive going into the Iron Bowl game. Uh, Auburn Auburn might be playing a little bit better than we think they are. Does that make any sense? I mean, you don't expect them. Uh, you don't expect them to do real good, and yet they somehow do that. They may be a better team than I think we are than I think they are. Y'all speaking next? Oh, you're not going, Dad. You speaking next week? Yeah, I'm supposed to. Ain't nobody going to come. His son, he ain't there. He no, was. He's he's no, 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 I ain't going to use it. I'll read his jokes. <laughs> are you going? You going are you? Are you going to pay, Coach? Even though he's not going? Because oh, he, sure, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Checked in the mail. <laughs> Checked in the mail, Barry. <laughs> he, he, I'll, I'll be running the mailbox every day. Should, should he pay you? I mean, you oh, hey, for what? He'll do if anybody goes up there, just jump, tell two or three jokes and comes home. Well, you got to give him some of your jokes, guys. I, I drive. I've, I've given him everything he's eating. I've, I've given him all the jokes. Corny, I've got those corny jokes that the people, 20? some, some oh. of them are so, some of them are so old they don't remember the same, like, say the same <laughs> ones over again. Yeah. Some, some guys we've been, been up at 30, we've been going up at 25 years. Hey, oh, you're oh. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, boy, I must have been good. Have y'all got uh, as the pay, oh, they got us invited back. Has huh? the pay gone up every year? Crap! No, the reason they have us is because football coaches wouldn't come. It wasn't enough. Are they y'all the only people they could find? That's exactly <laughs> right. It's the Tuesday for the Alabama Auburn football game where you, where generally speaking, you have a football guy. How much Not does it no cost? Way. How much they does it cost well, the people to get in there for this thing? Oh, they, they, let me tell you this: there'd be a long line. Yeah. Traffic, traffic jam. They're traffic jams trying to get in there to see us. Yeah. What are y'all talking about? What? what? Oh, SEC football, SEC basketball. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I'm going to start reading about it. Oh. Uh, Starting to read, but it'll be your first hour of business. Starting to read. I'm going to start off by saying Sonny couldn't be here. He's playing tennis. But somebody, stuck, <laughs> but somebody stuck a stick in his wheelchair and he hadn't played very well at it. Didn't play very well at it. <laughs> uh, well, my wheelchair, I've worn that wheelchair out. I do that. You still playing tennis, Coach? Sure. Uh, eh, once a week, uh, Jan's situation kind of yeah. has limited my tennis abilities. Do you, Dad says you cheat on the tennis court. Oh, cheat? <laughs> Is that cheat. true? Line calls, line calls. I'm a, I'm a little better than everybody else with line calls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to cheat in tennis, that's where it is, around the line calls. 
And that's what he and pulled. And, and complain and complain on 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 them not making the line calls correct. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you complain on those when the other teams teach you, you jump on them, and then when you when you back there and they come to you, you stay <laughs> out. All right, Coach, are you following this Michigan situation? No. Yes. All right, so, yes. so the Big I'm a, Ten. I'm a sports fan. The, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, what? The Big Ten agreed to drop it, and Harbaugh said, all right, I'm going to take the three-game suspension, although he can coach all during the week. Um, I think maybe they were afraid these lawyers get involved. They were going to start pulling out some other dirt on other Big Ten schools. They wanted to just kind of get this thing over with. Uh, is that what you think? Uh, that's uh, that's one of the best answers I've heard on that. I'd say it's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You know that uh, they don't want to keep this type of publicity for the league going on. And uh, I, I, what do you what do you what do you think they gain by taking some plays to the kids? Kid letting watch somebody play instead of them. They already had those things on film to start with. What, what, I don't see how this has been much of a. <laughs> Barry will, Barry's going to argue with you about that uh, one. Yeah, because they go there, coach, and they're filming the sideline the entire time. But I didn't know they filmed. Did yeah. they film? Oh, yeah. They went in there. Now that is, that's not, that's not, that's not. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And it's illegal. Uh, illegal. It's illegal to do that. Well, yeah, illegal don't get caught very often, but it's it's definitely not good. Yeah. It's definitely not good. If you're looking for illegal, just hire a bigger staff. How about if you're Jimmy Sexton right now and you just negotiate a contract that uh, Jimbo Fisher's going to get 77, he's going to make $25,000 a day until 2031. Uh and all these coaching jobs are open now. He's basically running college football behind the scenes in the coaching world, isn't he, Coach? Well, I don't. You know, that's a. I heard his name come up the other day as, as far as agents are concerned, and uh, and people were talking. And uh, I was thinking, is he that is he that big in in college football, <laughs> college basketball? He must be. He may be bigger. I don't know, but I didn't know that he was that big. Yeah, he's representing all the coaches, so he'll represent whoever Texas A&M hires. If they hire Lane Kiffin, then he'll also represent whoever Ole Miss hires. He's he's controlling it all. Uh, so, right? Hey, uh, hey, Sonny. Yes, you're uh, what's his name? He get that got fired at uh, A&M. Jimbo. Jimbo, and you go into a restaurant. Yes. And the waiters know you. Yes. What kind of tip you got to make? Well, I'm with you. I'm going to take a lot. You're yeah. going to skip your part of that. Are they going to skip? Are they going to, is he going to tip them big? Are they going to expect oh. a big tip? Uh, you know they are. You know they are. They're going to give him a tip. How about get out of here, coach? You're hurting our business. How's that? How's that no, it won't do that. He, he can give him a $10 tip. No, they'll be mad about it. Won't be enough. <laughs> won't be enough. No. <laughs> he didn't give the quarterbacks enough tip, or maybe, or something. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's out of a job. I don't know. Uh, have you met this guy? Who? The coach just getting fired. Jimbo? Jimbo? Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, one time, I think a long time ago, maybe I think. You know, he worked for Nick Saban for a long time. Nick Saban thought he was really good. He thought he was well, the best coordinator. Everybody, everybody that talks about him around here thinks he was really good too. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's a, that's a big love. What?
wrong with him, Barry? Jimbo? Mm-hmm. He, he talks too fast. Yeah, I think he was just stubborn. Like, he wouldn't change. He said he was taking his team, like, on a road game, taking them in on Thursday. Uh, they sit around there for two days. They tried to get him to change stuff. He wouldn't change. Uh, I don't know. Just didn't. I don't think Ross B. York liked him very much. Uh, so. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to be an innovator in the wrong direction. Yeah. I mean, it cost a lot of money to Sonny to feed all those guys on Thursday. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, somebody I told us yesterday, this is how the firing went down. Two, two old boys pulled up in their old Cadillac with a toothpick in their mouth and a cowboy hat on. And basically <laughs> said, all right, we're getting rid of this guy for at A&M. I got $10 million. How much you got? All right, I'll get $10. We'll call Bobby Joe. We'll call Sue down there and get you another $25 million. This dude's out. Figure out who you want to hire. And they called Ross B. York and said, all right, we got the money. Do it tomorrow. That's probably how it happens in that oil, with that yeah. oil money, isn't it, Coach? Yeah. Boy, I got, I got in a car with one of the biggest boosters at Texas A&M. Drove me all around the campus. And he was, uh, when we were playing him there in basketball, and he, he you could tell that uh, whatever was needed, he had it. And he was going to take care of it, boy. <laughs> and uh, I, I said to myself when I got out of the car, this man, if he, they should make him head of recruiting, he probably uh, behind the scenes was to start with. But uh, that that is a place could, that could be really something special, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Barry, Barry calls me. I'm coaching. Barry's at AM coaching. Uh, 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 he's fixing uh, to leave. I left. He said, Dad. You need to play A and M next year. They losing a lot of their players, and you could beat them. You could play them out there. <laughs> I said, oh, "Okay, I'll play them out there." I go out there and play them, and we're down at the half. I'm trying to find Barry's phone number to call in, jump his fanny. We down at the half. We down at the cotton picking half. He ain't got number ten walk ons on the team, Sonny. He ain't got nobody on this team. <laughs> Spreewell well got hot, and we pulled it out. But, he, uh, yeah, he said, go out there. He's go got Spreewell and Ori paying 10 walk-ons, and I was, and <laughs> he was mad at me for telling him to schedule them. <laughs> he, he got two wins out of that and didn't even thank me. He, got a, he beat him out there and beat him at his place and didn't thank me. Can you imagine? <laughs> You've you've always been his favorite. I can see that right off. Yeah. You well, I'm at, I'm at media. I'm at media day, and Buzz Williams walks up to me and shakes hands, acts like he hadn't seen me in a hundred years, and he has this guy make our picture. All of a sudden, really? they all of a sudden yesterday, I get a plaid a plaided picture. I don't know what kind of picture it was. A, wasn't a picture picture. It was a picture in, in whatever they make of he and I together. Wasn't that nice? Oh, yeah. Everybody wants your picture because they look better. In, in, in yeah, it makes them look good. <laughs> makes them look good. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, always want, I always wanted us to jump side by side and get the picture. Cause I look <laughs> Maybe that's a dartboard. You get their darts at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'll tell everybody in Huntsville you said that uh, you're sorry you couldn't be there. Yeah. You tell the people in Huntsville that, that I'll mail my jokes in if you, if you can't if you can't handle. I won't be. I won't be. I, I'm working on them now. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you work on it. On the just, just tell the old ones that I do. I told the same one every time. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. We are full of that. Well, Coach, I uh, hope your wife feels better. Uh, we appreciate you being on with us. Have a great oh, week. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, fellas. All Talk right. to you. Bye. All right. There's Coach Sonny Smith, one of the all-time greats. All right. Let's talk about uh, Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, a group of people, a group of men who can help if you have an accident. If that accident was un- unwanted, unwarranted, then you can certainly – uh, get some good advice from Prince Glover and Hayes. They will talk with you on the telephone. They'll have you over at on one Rice Mine Road. Um, their number is 345-1234. And they will give you the, the very, very good advice. And the reason I say that is that they've been very successful in the past. And these injury, these injury uh, lawsuits, or however you want to say them, are, are, are big deals. And uh, when some people goes against you and, and doesn't do what they're supposed to do and you're injured because of it and lose time at work and those kinds of things, you need some compensation. So 345 205 Prince is the website. I always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. No, that's a pretty good deal. You're tied to 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan and Traffic Center, we got a pretty serious wreck on US 11 at Vance Blockton Road. You can expect serious delays until they get that one cleared. Around town, traffic is picking up, so just be careful. If you see conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Tide 100.9. And welcome back to Inside the Locker. Go to Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. They've got a uh, click button there. You click on look at the new inventory, the used inventory. If you want to schedule a service, uh, you can do it right there. The Grand Highlander is one of the beautiful new, uh, SUVs they got out there. They got the great trucks. Of course, the Toyota Camrys. Anything you need is right there at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Swing by 3325 Skyland Boulevard. See Justin, David. Uh, they'll take great care of you out there and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you or go to the website, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Dot com. All right. Uh, there's some, I think coach, uh, we played the clip yesterday where he was talking about uh, the NFL guys have never called and asked about a freshman and how a freshman plays all about development, uh, that their program, you play against great players in practice. So you get better. Uh, this will be an opportunity to play a lot of these freshmen. Hopefully, yeah. uh, they can get them in early, uh, maybe exp- let those guys experience some success. Um, 
and maybe that helps you towards keeping some of these guys. I know it's very difficult now with the portal. Everybody wants to play right away. Uh, and coach sent the message out to, uh, there's so many people around these kids and in their ears, but, uh, this should be a good opportunity to get these, some of these guys on the field, uh, Saturday. Yeah, I really think it is. I, and I think his, his comments were really good. I think, uh, you know, at that particular time, they were timely. Um, because people are got, when, when people are thinking about transferring, they've got had it in their mind for some time. Uh, this will help some. Um, you know, I, I, I get, I, I'm just saying this, I'm wondering. You know, quarterback situation in Alabama, the ones that are backup quarterbacks, you know, what, what they're thinking is, uh, to skill positions. Um, but kids get, uh, ideas because they look and see where other people have transferred. And, um, it, it's a, this is the reason that, that Vanderbilt will always have a very tough time because they can't get people to transfer in because of grades. And the grades become a big part of it. So, um, it's, it, it's, a it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing. I, I would, I, I would love to have, uh, what's his name? The lawyer on, um, that recommended, I, I thought this was a great idea, but uh, I, I don't do that. So. I thought what was a great idea? NIL money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Jay Billis. I just don't you know. And also, it. like, you know, for instance, Alabama's playing Mercer in basketball tonight. They played Indiana State. You know, those schools like that, they come in and play these schools like Alabama or any SEC school, and they have a kid that really stands out and plays really, really well. They're probably going to lose that kid. Uh, he's yeah, going to end up wanting right. to go play uh, you know, in one of the power five sure. conferences. So sure. it's almost a double-edged sword when you come in and play these teams because right. Alabama's <clears throat> looking at, not, not Alabama, but they, they look at these guys and then when these guys go in the portal, they go back and say, man, remember we played that guy, go pull the film. So he ends up costing these yeah, sure mid-major, their best players. Uh, these well, he, these assistant coaches, not the head coaches, but these assistant coaches will go in or talk to people like that behind and say to them, I don't know. You you know, you come with us, you may have a chance to go to pros. I know we can get you overseas. Uh and poof, I mean five minutes you you you're you're you know, so and so says he feels like I'm good enough, maybe if I can go over I I I I got a chance to be drafted. I mean it, it they <laughs> people just don't have any idea this recruiting crap is is now with the money away. It, it used to be very hard for us to recruit. When I went against everybody recruiting at a football school with Coach Bryant, but uh, uh, it it wasn't, and then, you know, some people did some things wrong, but nothing, nothing to, nothing anywhere like this. It was. Yeah, you talk about, uh, you look at what Nate Oates has done. He goes uh, and gets Mark Sears. Uh, Mark Sears was at Ohio. He's a kid uh, from Muscle Shoals. under, he was a leading scorer for his team. Grant Nelson uh, was a leading scorer for his uh, team. Estrada uh, was a leading scorer for his team. I think White uh, 
sell. Oh, was it Cal yeah, State? So they go and get these mid-major guys that all led their team and score, and you bring all these guys, and then you add a freshman like Jaron Stevenson to it, uh, Sam Walter, some freshman guys. I mean, if you could hit the portal right, uh, you can turn that thing back around fast. Only have three guys back and have a roster like this. Uh, they're using the system in the right way, and they're not making mistakes. Well, they've got the money to do it. Yeah, they're not and, making and mistakes. The six, teams, the six teams that I look at that I say are the best have all got money. All of them. Those six schools right there, maybe number seven's got money. Uh, I mean, I mean, big money. Money that they, that they've made from football or or whatever, whatever. But uh, people that like basketball for those particular schools, they got they they can they can outbid you. And um, Alabama and Auburn and Kentucky is wearing it out. And when and uh, they've got three big guys that didn't play the other night. Tennessee is 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 from what I hear has got a pile of it. And uh, it it's. It, it uh, to me separates a little bit, you know. I, I don't know what, uh, what, what, and it also is what the athletic directors will let them have. But they're, you know, they're they're. We've got schools in the league with two and three million dollars, uh, more than that, able to to do what they need to do in basketball. That's just, you know, you wake up these old basketball coaches and see that, or football coaches, they'd faint. I mean, you know, and you have you have some getting out of it, not you know because of it, and some have been pushed out a little bit. Uh, it's just it's uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of musical chairs in football and football coaching. It's just it, you know the West is just whew, gone. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gone yeah. in the last two or three years, except except Alabama is, is the I think all the seven schools. I believe Alabama is the only one in the last two or three years that hadn't changed. All right, uh, we'll take this last break and come back and finish up the show and slide out of here and make way for the Gary Harris show. I get, get give Gary ample time to get cleaned up. Oh, he has to clean. Uh, Gary's a neat freak. Yes, the tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty serious wreck on US 11 at Vance Blockton Road. You can expect serious delays until they get that one cleared. Around town, traffic is picking up, so just be careful. If you see conditions, give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Christian Miller here from the Miller's Edge. And make sure you tune in tomorrow as we will be live for our last Friday edition of the Miller's Edge live at Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village right here in Tuscaloosa. Make sure you come on by and hang out with us or call and give your score predictions on the game as Alabama will be facing Tennessee Chattanooga for their last home game in Bryant Denny Stadium. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds gradually increasing today, the high 69. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a chance of a few passing showers below 54. Tomorrow, becoming mostly sunny, the high 67. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 63 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to the Inside Locker Room. Alabama One, going to purchase that vehicle your dreams. Get that loan out at Alabama One. They got rates as low as 3.99%. Terms available up to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. That helps you when you go on the dealership lot. They also, we talked to Mike about Black Wednesday. They got uh, CDs there where uh, you can get 6% on your money there. They'll hold it up for six months. Great deal there. Also, uh, great uh, rates on vehicles. The earlier you go in, it starts at 7 a.m., the better rate you get, and that starts on November the 22nd, which is uh, obviously Wednesday, and it started at 7 a.m. Go to www.alabama1.org uh, for more information. All right, that's it for this week's show. Remember the Blue Plate Special, uh, yeah. Georgia Tech, minus six and a half against the Cuse. So uh, hopefully you'll when that brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the Remax team yep. down there. So uh, Chuck, hopefully Chuck we'll, will be happy. Yeah, hope Chuck will be happy. All right, that's it for today's show. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in here all day long. Thank you, Noah, uh, for everything this week. You guys have a great weekend. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.